Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Super Review Shows. Mixed bag coming to you live once again from the JK. I am joined, as always, and forever will be, by my good man, Bill Murphy. What's going on, folks? Uh, he is back. We are we are better than ever. And by the way, everyone, we the, the best, best podcast. podcast. Yes. To quote the wise words of DJ Khalid, we the best podcast. We the best podcast. He's not the best music, but we the best podcast. Bill, what is tonight's topic? Well, my friends, the time has come to raise the roof and have some fun. Um, no, but we are going to have some fun tonight. Um, we got another interesting topic for you folks. Yes, we do. Um, today's topic is my sex tape. No, no, no. So good. That doesn't exist. That was a joke. That was so a joke. Terrible joke. Well, go on. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry, buddy. Um, You're good. Don't worry. I'm just kidding. No, today's topic is we're going to be talking about, you know, those those artists who you think are one hit wonders, but they're actually not. Oh, yeah. Um, that's our that's our topic tonight. Artists that you thought were one hit wonders, but they're not. Yes. So, and, and I just want to specify what one hit wonder means. Please do, buddy. Please do. One hit wonder. A lot of people think that a one hit wonder is just someone who has one number one song. Mm-hmm. That's actually not true. One hit wonder means someone who only has one top forty hit. And I think the reason for this is because I feel like that one song it kind of overlooks everything else. Okay, so we're gonna tell we're gonna bring light to these so- to these artists. Yes, that actually have more than one. That actually have more than one. Number, <laughs> that actually have more than one top forty hit. Are you ready for this? Are you ready for this? Y'all ready for this? Anyways, Bill, who do you want to start with tonight? All right. You know what? We're going to start with a friend. We're going to start with a guy who has a friend named Jesse. And Jesse has always been a good friend of his. Are we talking about? Lately, something changed. It ain't hard to define. Jesse's got himself a girl and I want to make her mine. We're talking about Rick Springfield. We are talking about Rick Springfield. Um, but anyway, um, but anyway, um, yeah, so everyone thinks a lot of people I know think Rick Springfield is a one-hit wonder. For Jesse's girl, his only number one hit song. But but yeah, because when you think of Rick Springfield, what do you think of JT? They wish that they had JT's, JT's girl. girl. Remember. Jesse's girl is Stacy's mom, and her uh-huh. number is eight six seven five three zero nine. But wait, what if you call Lola? Because we all know she talks like a woman and walks like a man. Ha 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 ha! But I'm and we're on a roll tonight, buddy. So anyway, Rick Spring. So because we never know the name of Jesse's girl or Stacy's mom, so maybe Jenny is Jesse's girl, and she's and Jenny and Jesse had a daughter named Stacy. Coincidence? I say not. Anyway. I agree. Anyways. Anyway, got? getting back on track here. Um, <clears throat> yes. Everyone thinks that Rick Springfield is a one-hit wonder. Correct. But? But he actually had... Uh, yes, Jesse's number one... Jesse's girl was his only number one hit, and he won a Grammy for it, beating JT's boy, Bruce Springsteen. Um, Damn you, Rick Springfield. Damn you. <laughs> and... And but he actually had four other top ten hits. Do tell. You didn't know this? No, I didn't. What has this been? This has been rain the facts with Bill. Rain the facts with Bill. Ow! Remember, anyone who gets what song that what that's a parody of, what do they win, JT? Your respect. They win my respect. Um, and, uh, and and uh, I know what song it is, but I'm not going to give JT it away. JT has won my respect. I have. And you got to listen, everyone. You got to understand this. Uh, I'm not going to give away what the song is, but it's a really good song. Anyways, Bill. So anyway, he's won four top 10 hits. He's got four top 10 hits. 
um, the, um, called I've Done Everything For You. Okay. Don't talk to strangers, which is good advice. Don't talk to strangers, kids. Of course, do not talk to strangers. And Affair of the Heart, which I have not listened to, and a song called Love Somebody. Really? I, I actually listened to I've Done Everything For You, Don't Talk to Strangers, and Love Somebody. To, I actually just listened to them before I came on. And I mean, I, I'm assuming they're good songs, though, right? They're good. They're like you're basically they're ba- your they're your basic standards eighty songs. They're basically your standard eighty songs. Uh, it makes sense. But other than that, I think they're they're, they're decent. But um, yeah. Uh, have you ever noticed that everyone thinks Rick Springfield is a one hit wonder? I have thought. I actually thought I did not realize he had more hits. I didn't but everyone plays Jesse's Girl, so that's why. Yeah, but you know what? Because I think the thing is the song that um the song that everyone because you know what I think the thing is, and we're gonna be talking about this a lot. Everyone, because and I kind of blame the radio for this one because they only play the one song. Yep, I agree. Like. Yeah, so yeah, Rick Springfield is not a one-hit wonder. He's got more songs than Jesse's Girl. He's got more song, hit songs than just Jesse's Girl. Which, okay, come on. Who does not like Jesse's Girl? Come on. It's such a good song. Who doesn't there, like that song? I'm not going to disclose where I work, but the people that I work with who are really young love that song. They're like five and six. It's great. <laughs> it's it's good. That's good it's stuff. It's good. Great stuff. Yeah, come man. on, come on. Who has not closed their door, found that song, <coughs> and just absolutely just blasted and sang it on the top of their lungs? Come on. Oh, I agree. 100%. To all of our listeners who were alive in the 80s, come on. That is like an 80s staple. Yeah, but absolutely, bud. I, I would put it up there with Don't Stop Believing. Of course. And what else? I would put it up there with Don't Stop Believing and others classic 80s hits. But um yeah, so but like Springfield's other songs are good. I will say they're a bunch of standard 80s songs, but they're good. Yeah. So yeah, I, I really did like Love Somebody. Okay. It's a good uh, song. I haven't heard it myself, but I mean I'm sure I'm sure many other people have. So Rick Springfield's greatest hits. <laughs> And if it's to the common folk, Rick, there's only one song on that album. Guess what it is? What is it? Rick Springfield's greatest hits. Probably, oh, it's only one song. It's probably just twelve versions of Jesse's Girl. Um. But anyway, um. But yeah, Rick Springfield is not a one-hit wonder, and he has more, and he has more songs than just Jesse's Girl. You know. The more you know, but I really, for a little while, I was like, you know what? I just, I'm really glad that you chose him because I mean, I, that this might be a good opportunity for other people to get into his other stuff besides Jesse's Girl. And listen to 12 different versions of it. Yeah, like the, the six minute cut, the, the five ten minute, minute cut, the 10 minute cut, the 12 minute cut, and anyway. the three hour cut. But yeah. Okay. You know what? I think it's time we move on to another Rick. Yes, which Rick are we talking? Are we talking about that Rick? Yep, this Rick, he's not gonna let you down. He's He's not gonna say goodbye. Yes, Rick, Ashley, baby, let's go. He's never gonna let you down. He's no. Did you see like back in not to get political here, but in like 2016, there was like Rick 2016. He'll never give you up. He'll never let you down. He'll never. He's never going to make you, he'll never make you cry and he'll never say goodbye. Ain't okay. that the truth, baby? Ain't that the truth? Everyone, no, everyone and their mothers think that this, that never going to give you up is that Rick Astley is a one hit wonder. And, and but he isn't. He isn't. 
Well, we, I think we all know why it was a one hit, why it was a one hit wonder. Why people think he's a one hit wonder. Because it's so cheesy on YouTube. I'm kidding. Yes, folks, you just got Rick Rolled. Bringing back the 2010s, y'all. The 2010s call, they want the Rick Roll back. Hey, yeah. Can you believe that's just like, that is just like something that, that is just like, um, you know, that it's so interesting that it's just something that only, okay, you know what, I'm going to start, that, that only got popular because of the um, internet. What, the music video? Yeah. I didn't know that, really. Yeah, well, it, it, it kind of gained relevance again in like 2008. 2007, 2008 with Rickroll. Yeah, of course. I mean, because the, the, the story behind that is that the meme would be like, the meme was that you could click on the video, right? And that's about it, right? Yeah, that's how old we are, folks. But yeah, um, we're pretty old. But anyway, it's now. Did you ever see this in like 2008? They had this um, when um Obama was running for president, they had this thing called Obama Roll. No, I never heard of that. What they would do is they would like take clips of the words that Obama was speaking, and like it'd be like, "When those strangers to love, you know the rules, and so do I." A full commitment. What I'm thinking of. You wouldn't get this from any other guy. <laughs> That's fine. I'll show it to you later. Um, yeah, it shows me later. But um, yeah. But even though we never gave up on Rick, and Rick never gave up on us. Yep. That's not his only number one hit. Do tell. Well, I know his other number one hit, but you go first. His other number no, or his top forty hit. Um, there is okay. His second number one hit in the U.S. Like. I thought he had only two top 10 hits, but he actually had more, and we'll get to those, and I didn't listen to the other two, and I apologize, so that's my fault. Um, but the other one, which was released the next year, it's called Together Forever. I love that song. Together it's so good. Forever, that was his other number one hit. Yeah, that was a number one hit. That was the, He had two number one hits, but he has other songs too, of course. That is the only hit. other number one hit. And, and, okay, you know what? Controversial opinion time. I actually like Together Forever better than Never Gonna Give You Up. <gasps> no way. Yeah, I actually like that song better than Never Gonna Give You Up. Like, I don't dislike Never Gonna Give You Up, but I just, it's just personal preference. I like Together Forever better. Um, I mean, to some extent, I agree, because Never Gonna Give You Up has been played quite a bit. Yeah, and like, because he's, he's known as the Never Gonna Give You Up guy. Whereas he has other songs too. Yeah. Okay. These I haven't listened to. I apologize. Um, one was called "It Would Take a Stronger Man," which reached number ten. Okay. And another song called "She Wants to Dance with Me." Yeah. Um, which hit number six. Um. There's a song that barely cracked the top 10 called Giving Up on Love. Okay. That hit number 38 in 1989. Um, the song Cry for Help, which hit number seven. And a song Hopelessly, that 1993, that hit number 28. So after that, he has not had another top 40 hit. But he has, he, he also really, I, I think this is probably, this would probably be an interesting cover for I listen to it. He actually did a cover of the song Ain't Too Proud to Beg by The Temptations. Oh, I didn't know he covered that. That's so cool. Yeah, I wonder how that sounds. Oh, no, you don't believe me. Mm-mm. It probably sounds all Rick Roldy. <laughs> God bless him. But anyway, I'm. But yeah, it's like I think he's only gained popularity with the Rick Roll memes, and everyone, because when everyone thinks of him, they think of the memes and they think of Never Gonna Give You Up. Yeah, they only think of two songs. Like, that's really all they got. But then when it's, but like I said, I didn't know he. I thought he was a one-hit wonder for the longest time. 
the dude is like, I mean, he's a really, he's a great, he still tours, you know that, right? Yeah, he does. And you know what, um, you know what I find really interesting, because I've watched him sing Never Gonna Give You Up live. You, wait, wait, what do you mean, you've seen him live or no? No, I've seen it online. Oh, okay, sorry, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, it's like, he actually does the first, he actually does the intro of an acapella, he goes, come on, you all know this, we're no strangers to love. That's funny. And then they and they did the song, and you can see like he really does care about his fans because it's like you know that line goes, "We've known each other for so long." He goes, "We've known each other since 1987." Woo! Yeah, but um, I think the others, I think Rick Ashley deserves a little more respect. I think people need to listen to his other songs. And like I said, I still think Together Forever is better than Never Gonna Give You Up. Come at me, Internet. Um, yeah, Internet, take on Bill. And you, hey, you want to reach me, reach me at 1-800-GOT-BILL. Bill. Yes. Um, so, yeah. Okay, you ready for my next one? Do tell, bud, do tell. Okay, you know what, JT? A long, long time ago. In a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> I remember when that music used to make me smile. And I knew when I had that chance, I would make those people dance and they'd be happy for a while. February. Those who don't know what song this is, this is Don McLean. Every paper I delivered, bad news on the doorstep. I couldn't take one more step. Yes. I can't remember if I cried when I read about his widow bride. Something touched me deep inside. The day the music died. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, Don McLean. Everyone thinks he's a. Have you ever noticed this? Everyone thinks he's a one-hit wonder. He's only not. He's quote unquote only known for American Pie. I'm gonna go on a little bit in a second, but you go first. What do you got? Yeah, everyone's own. He's only really known for one song, and that is American Pie. And that is his only, and that is his only number, that is only his technically number one hit. But uh, actually, that's only his, oh, oh he, he actually had another top 10 hit. It's, it's St. Vincent, right? Well, no, Vincent only hit number 12. Oh, do, I don't know the other one then. It's called Crying. Oh, okay. Do tell. That was released in 1980, and he actually had another, a few other top 40 hits, such as Since I Don't Have You, which hit number 23, and Castles in the Air, which hit that in number 36 in 1981. I've never really heard any of these songs. I have heard Vincent. <laughs> yeah. I have. I, I, the only ones I've heard were like, um, was it American Pie and uh, what's the other one? Uh, same thing. That's really all I know. So, yeah, that's really too. It's kind of you know I knew someone who actually saw him in concert, and she said it was actually just a really boring concert. I'm sure. I'm. I mean, I hate to say that, but I mean, it probably is the case. Everyone only knows him for American Pie, which sucks. Like, listen, I'm sure Don McLean's a nice guy. Oh, I'm sure he is too. And he didn't. And didn't. I, mean, I was thinking, didn't he congratulate Taylor Swift recently for like? having the longest number one hit single recently, whatever, right? I don't know. Did he? Because uh, I don't know if you know heard this. Taylor, one of Taylor Swift's songs. Um, one of Taylor Swift's songs. I'm, I'm forgetting the name of it, but she, her 10-minute version of whatever song it was repeated number one on the Hot 100, and it beat the length of the song beat Don McLean's eight-minute American Pie. I don't know if you heard about this. No, I didn't hear about this until now. This, this, this has been random facts with JT, but it doesn't have the same ring, though. I got no, it really numbers. doesn't. It's okay. but, um, Anyways, yeah, we're going. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I'm not gonna spend too much time on this because I don't really know his other songs. But you know, I do know yeah. Vincent. But from what I've heard, like I said, someone I knew said she saw him in concert, which is a really boring concert. Um, yeah, because everybody he's like, okay, I'm gonna play my other stuff first. Starry, starry night. <coughs> yeah. yeah, and other songs, and, and the audience is probably like, yawn. Where's American Pie, bro? And they're like, and he's like, a long, long time ago. And the audience is like, yeah! 
Yeah, exactly. Because that's his last song he would play too. Yeah, but um, and it's funny when you said um when I said a long long time ago you said in a galaxy far far away. Yes. You want to know something funny? The song um, Weird Al actually did a parody of American Pie about the Star Wars saga. I knew about that. Correct. And Don McLean actually said his kids loved it. That's funny. And they always would go around and sing it. And when he would play American Pie live, he would actually get the lyrics confused with the Weird Al parody. That is, that's funny. That's clever. You say, this Anakin guy, and good old, this is how it probably is. It's like, and good old boys, we're drinking whiskey and rye. And then like, um, and I'll be like, and the meet this Anakin guy. I mean, and good old boys, we're drinking whiskey and rye. God damn it. Um, but yeah, um, but um, yeah. that's great. That's that's just so fascinating to me, though, if you think about it. Yeah. So, anyway, yeah, uh, Don McLean. So, I got a few more if that's okay. Take your time, buddy. What do you got? You know, JT, somebody yeah. once told me the world was going to roll me. Oh, I know where this is going. Hold somebody on. Somebody once told me the world was going to roll me. I ain't the I forgot the words. I ain't, I ain't the, the sharpest tool in the shed. That is like one of the songs I probably know like all the words to. She was. We can't say it because of copyright, but still, yeah, we don't want to get sued by Smash Mouth, um, or YouTube, whatever. <laughs> that would be a really bad thing. Bill and JT sued by Smash Mouth and YouTube. <laughs> We're all done. Okay, uh, we're going to bed. Good night. God bless. God bless everyone. Um, anyways, do tell about Smash Mouth, buddy. Okay, everyone think when they think of Smash Mouth, what do they think of? All Star and I'm a Believer, which is a cover of the Monkees, by the way. Yes, there's an interesting fact to impress your friends at parties with. Yes, but did you guys know that All, All Star is not the only song by Smash Mouth? <laughs> well, first, here's something Smash Mouth actually does not have a number one hit. I did not. I th- I thought it gets so much airplay, but you wouldn't think that it. You wouldn't think that it. The did Smash Mouth All Star only got up to number four. Yeah, like it did hit the number one on the U.S. Adult Contemporary charts. Oh, I'm sure it did. No doubt about it. It did hit number one on the U.S. Adult Contemporary charts. Um. Yeah. And yeah, but on the U.S. top top 100, Smash Mouth does not have um. Yeah, Smash Mouth has three top four all-star, which hit number four. Then The Morning Comes, which I never heard, which is at number 11. And then, of course, I'm a Believer, which hit number 25. And then I saw her face. And what do you think of their version of I'm a Believer? I, You know what? The Monkees version is, is a classic. But I feel like people would not have known. That's one of those songs where it's like, that's one of those songs where it's like people, people think, that it's a Smash Mouth song. <coughs> but in reality, it's not their song. They covered the monkeys from the 60s. Yeah, that's to me, that's more like fascinating on my end. But I mean, do I which version do I like more? Uh man, I, I I'm gonna actually, you know, I'm I'm at this might be the unpopular opinion, but then again, our show is about unpopular opinions to some extent plug for our very first episode uh, on, on Spotify podcast and on YouTube. Check it out. Uh, I would say I like the best podcast. (laughs) I like that version more. I like Smash Mouth's version more. Truthfully, it's more fun. I do too. Yeah, it's nothing wrong with that. No, I don't think the monkey's version is bad. I just I think so. It it sounds so sixties, but the way that Smash Mouth covered it is just really great. And truthfully, yeah, but they only had three top forty hits. All Star, When the Morning Comes, and I'm a Believer. And then I saw her face. Anyway, sorry, I'm not going to say Now, I'm that. a be- Are you a believer? Are you a believer? Not a believer, but a believer. <laughs> there was one song that didn't chart on the 100, but it did hit number one on the adult contemporary. It's called Walking on the Sun. That's a great song. Walking great. on the Sun. Yes. 
That's such a great song, though. It is a great song. Like, it's so good. It's not even so good. It's bad. It's just a great, fantastic, like, incredibly awesome song, truthfully. It really is. It's a good song. It's not a good song, Bill. It's a great song. It's it right. super reviewed. It's super reviewed, ladies and gentlemen. It's super reviewed. Yes. Anyways. Um. So, yeah, walking on. So, yeah, folks, Smash Mouth does not have a number one hit. And. And um, Smash Mouth does not have a number one hit. They only have um a few top 40 hits. But they have two more rather than All-Star. But can we all agree? All-Star is still a great fucking song. Can we all still agree on that? Yeah, somebody once told me. If you grew up in, like, my era. Mine too. Like, that is a, that is a song. That is, like, the official anthem for us late 90s, early 2000s kids. One of them, but yes. Like, I remember, I, I got to tell you this funny story here. Um, When I was in college... Um, in the way back when, <laughs> yeah, when we rode dinosaurs to, <laughs> when we rode dinosaurs to class, and you no. know who who also remembered those days, Doctor Matt Hemsley. Doctor Matt Hemsley. Shout out to Doctor Matt Hemsley. Shout Matt out Hemsley. to Doctor Matt Hemsley. Doctor Matt, Matt Matt, come on again. We'd love to see you. We'd love to see it, Matt. He's not just Matt Hemsley. He's Doctor Matt, Matt Hemsley. Hemsley, and he got his degree from the University of. Bill, <laughs> if you want to know more about our admissions process, called one eight hundred. Got Bill. Bill. Yes, make that a real number. No, it's not, but it's it's it, it's a great magnet. So come support our merch store, anyways. <laughs> but anyway, um, I was at this um, I was at this show with all the uh, acapella groups. Yeah, and they had this one. They had our school's groups, and they had um. And they had groups from other colleges. And this one group, I'm never going to forget this as long as I live. Yeah. Um, there was this um, there was this guy who comes up, who comes up for the solo, who looks like the who yeah he just comes up for the solo and then the pitch pipe thing blows and then he goes somebody once told me. And the whole theater lost their freaking mind. Oh, I'm sure they did. Like, ah! <laughs> and everyone is singing along. Even the people who try to act all so super cool, they're all like, I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. But let's be real, Bill. Like, <clears throat> come on, you know you even the guys who are trying to resist it and they can't fight the feeling. Um I can't fight this feeling. Sorry, anyways. I'm, I'm like, come on. I'm like sitting there looking at these people. And I'm thinking, come on. You know you want to. You know you, you want to start dancing. To. You can't you fight it. You, you can't, can't fight, fight it. it. Can't fight it, ladies and gentlemen. Can't you literally fight can't fight this. No. Um, but yeah. Um, but yeah. But, you know, Walking on the Sun is also really good. Yep. And there's also this song called You Are My Number One, which is, that's okay. Yeah, but Walking on the Sun's a pop, though. Oh, my God. Walking on the Sun is fantastic. So good. Okay. So, um, okay. So now we're going back to the 80s here for a minute, for a few minutes. Back to the 80s. What do you got, Bill? Okay. I don't know if you ever heard of this band. Okay. This is kind of a cop out. Oh, no. Not a cop out. Oh, no. Okay. This band. Is technically a one-hit wonder in the U.S. context. Okay, but but they've had they've actually had number one hits in other countries. Have you ever heard of this band? It's called Frankie Goes to Hollywood. I have, and here's how I know about this. They covered "Born to Run," by the way. Oh, really? How's that cover? It's actually pretty good. There's no saxophone solo in it. It's a Bruce Springsteen cover, but it is a really great cover. I like it a lot. Yeah, for those of you who don't know what Frank Goes to Hollywood is, relax, don't do it if you want to get through it. Relax, don't do it. You all heard that song, haven't you? I have. I have. Um, but anyway, um... Hold on, let me. They're only a num. They're only a one-hit wonder. 
in the U in the U.S. sense. <clears throat> okay. Like how? Hold on. <coughs> Okay, they're only a, a one-hit wonder in the U.S. sense. Um, okay, um, relax. Actually, only hit number ten in the U in the top forty. Oh, really? Yeah, but in the U.K., like all their '80s hits, they all got into the top forty. Such as Relax, which we just talked about, Two Tribes in and Power of Love, both in 1984. Yep. Welcome to Pleasure Dumb in 1985 hit number two. Rage Hard hit number four in 1986. Warriors of the Wasteland, which also hit number 19 in 1986. And Watching the Wildfire hit number 28 in 1987. So, yeah, I haven't really listened to a lot of these other songs, but. Yeah, this song is actually, they're actually more than number one. They they have, they're actually, I know this is a cop-out because technically in the U.S. terms, they are a one-hit wonder. Right. Because in the U.S., they only have one, they only have one, they only have one top 40 hit in the U.S. So in the U.S. context, they're technically a one-hit wonder. But in the UK, they're pretty big stars over there. Are they from the UK or no? Yeah, they're from the UK. That makes sense. So in the UK, they're pretty big over there. Yeah. Here, not so much. No, they they had they did a cover of Born to Run. That's really all I know them for. But I do know that other song you mentioned too. So relax. Yeah, relax. That's a good one. And um, yeah, I do want to. Yeah, I kind of want to listen to these bands' other songs now. I kind of want to listen to their other stuff. Um, Me too. I mean, they, they, they were pretty good in the, pretty, and like, pretty in the 80s. And maybe because us Americans tend to be a little stuffy. Sometimes. Not like, um, you know, in the, um, in, the, in the UK, the song Relax was actually, was actually banned for a little bit. I didn't know that, really. Yeah, because they said the song depicted violence or something like that. Oh, jeez. Okay. Yeah, the Brits can have a big stick up their ass. So we love it. We love the British personally. No, I, I, no offense to our <laughs> lovely listeners in the UK. We love you. Yes, our UK listeners. We they we love you just as you love us. Truthfully, yeah, God bless so. you guys over there. <clears throat> you okay there, buddy? Um, I'm a little sick, everyone. For I have a little cough in my throat, but I'm I'm doing good overall. So, okay. So anyway, and okay, here's another one. And you want to know what the funniest thing is? What? And this could be my last one. We'll shoot it over to you. Yep. Everyone considers this to be like the biggest one-hit wonder ever. But you know what? I'm about to ruin all your hopes and dreams, folks. Oh, no, Bill. He's going to ruin our hopes and dreams. Everyone get down. Kidding, what's up? The, okay. Um, first, I have to say, ooh, my little pretty one, my pretty one, when you going to give me some time, Sharona? The Knack. Talk to me. The Knack. Okay, everyone considers The Knack a one-hit wonder? With my Sharona, but no. But wait! <clears throat> There's more. There's more. The Knack. It's technically not a one-hit wonder. Do tell, Bill. They actually have had two other top 40 hits. Talk to me. Such as from the same album, the song Good Girls Don't. Okay. I've, I've not heard of that one. Maybe. Yeah, me. I've heard. And then the 1980s song, Baby Talks Dirty, mm. which hit number 38. Okay, we're getting somewhere. So yeah, my the knack has actually had two other number one hits. I'm uh, not number one has has had two other big chart hits, big charted hits. And from what I've heard, I wasn't around in the seventies, but no, I've heard when that song came out. I've heard from my dad and other people who were alive that that song was freaking everywhere. 
There My Sharona was freaking everywhere. Of course it was. It was everywhere. It was like that song was everywhere. Um, it's a good song. Don't get me wrong. And enter in our conspiracy theory. Sharona is Jesse's grandmother. See, oh, it never ends. Yeah. And, and, and remember, the, his, his, their daughter's probably Lola. <laughs> or wait, so that means Lola is maybe Sharona's mom. After all, she walks like a woman and talks like a man. <laughs> See, the cycle never ends. The cycle never ends. The conspiracy theories are out there now, y'all. This is crazy. And, yeah, but um, and you can reach them at. at, at at a eight six seven five three zero nine. Yes, I've actually um, called that number before. I feel like people have. Yeah, it, it, it's not in service anymore, so I don't call it. Wasn't it like the mayor of like Buffalo? It was the um daughter of the police commission of Buffalo's police commissioner. Thank you. I, I, I wonder if her Buffalo. name was not that I'm making fun of people constantly calling her number, but right. I wonder if her name was Jenny. That would be a life shattering moment. Truthfully, is this Jenny? Yes, you give me something that I could hold on to. Can you reach Stacy's mom and call Lola at the same time, anyways? And um, you know, you wish you had Jesse's girl. Um, yes, <laughs> Jesse's girl, but anyway, uh, um, yeah. but yeah, but I haven't really listened to the other Nat songs, but yeah, they have more than yeah, they, they're no more than they have more than just my Sharona, yeah. Yeah, and funny story about my Sharona. I don't know if you ever saw this. Yeah, yeah, you don't watch The Simpsons, but um, I have not seen a single episode. There was a Simpsons episode where these three characters are singing my Sh- we're going to sing my Sharona for a karaoke night, and they're standing outside the Simpsons house and they're singing it, and then and then Homer throws something at them with that song is a pop music footnote. Oh my God! And they goes, I didn't say stop, and they keep going. It is absolutely hilarious. That's awesome, bud. Yeah, but um. <laughs> I didn't say stop. Um, but anyway, um, yeah. So the knack. Did you get the knack, JT? Aha, uh-huh, but I'm being. Oh, that's I, the name I, of the album. Get the knack. Oh, uh, I I didn't. I think I have it actually on vinyl. Yeah. So guess what? The number one one hit wonder <laughs> is actually not a one hit wonder. Correct. Sorry, folks. I ruined all your hopes and dreams. If you want to complain, call one eight hundred. Got Bill. Oh, I'm gonna get a lot of complaints tomorrow, and I. Yeah, you're, they're going to dial us on speed dial at 1-800-GOT-BILL. 1-800-GOT-BILL. Yes. But guys, uh, just, I might not get to all your phone calls. I have to make a very, very important phone call tomorrow. Yes. So please do not, if I don't get to your complaints, it's nothing personal. I just have a very important call to make. Yes. Um, are Is that your list, bud? That is my list, my friend. Well, talk about a list. Let, let, let's give a small round of applause to Bill for a sec. Bill did such a good job tonight. Thank you. Killed it. These are great picks. Unfortunately, I only have five. You have like. Sorry, I haven't listened to all of the other songs, but hey, I've listened to some of them, so some's better. Yeah, you've only listened. You know, I the artists I have are not necessarily underrated, but (coughs) I will say this: the artists I picked, the five I picked, truthfully, I'm going to end with probably the biggest one, truthfully. Um, but. I want to bring up five artists. They're typical. They're bands in the '80s, um, and one of like the new wave era, like like to kind of like the uh, what is it called? Um, like the new wave, like early '80s era. Anyways, the first one I want to bring up and build. I want to see if you know this: The Romantics. Do 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 do. What I like about you, you keep me warm at night. You know that song? I do know that song. They have, and by the way, fun fact, everyone, this is going to be a random fact with JT in a moment. That song only peaked at number 50, I think, in the, in the 50s or 40s. It, didn't even, it was not even a top 40 hit. Whoa. It turns out, I'm just going to let you guys know, the, the song that they're known for was called um, What I Like About You, peaking at number 49 in the U.S. It was not a number one hit. Their song, What I Like, is a What I Like About You. That reached number 49 on the Billboard Hot 100 in 1980. No, 79. I think 79. Hold on. Let me fact check myself. In 19, 
basically in the early 80s. 49, and it's their most well-known song, but it did hit number one. Their bigger hit that no one ever really, the majority of people for, either forgot about or not only did they forget about it, but it, 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 some people maybe didn't, but like their other song was called Talking in Your Sleep. Oh, I know started, that song. Yeah, hear me after this. And this, for this course, the only two songs I know by the romantics, but that song, Talking in Your Sleep, charted at number three on the Billboard Hot 100. So that was a huge hit in the U.S. But everyone knows what, what, what I like about you and more than that one, which is strange to me. Isn't that crazy? That is nuts. So like, they, what I like about you, you know, what I like about you, you know that one? Yeah. That one reached basically number 49 on the Billboard Hot 100, but talking in your sleep reached number three. And no, no, it's weird how that's reversed. You would think everyone knows about that one because it was a bigger hit. But in, in reality, it's reversed. Talking in your sleep was a bigger hit, but it's lesser known to the general public now. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that is really crazy. Like, you want to know something. Um, You know who actually introduced me to that song, Talking in Your Sleep? Who? My good friend, Mr. Daniel Zuckerman. Yes, Zuck, shout out to you. Everybody. Zuck, come on, we're waiting. We're waiting, bud. We want you back. We want you back. Now it's much too late. Oh, baby, give me one more chance. Yes. Um, Sorry, boy. We, we want you back. Um, we do, we do. Um, but, yeah, he actually, and then I actually heard the song, and I'm like, wow, that, that, that is actually a really good song. Talking to your sleep is actually a really good song. Yeah, it, it's it's really, and it was a huge hit in the U.S. Reaching number three on the Billboard Hot 100, whereas what I like about you only peaked at number 49. That's ridiculous. That should not have had. That should have been reversed, truthfully. Um, anyways, I digress. The Romantics is my first pick for the night. Okay. My second pick, Bill. Are you ready? Ready. Europe. The band Europe. People only. No, not, not the members. Sorry, everyone. People forget that Europe, outside of the final countdown, they had at least two other really big hits in the 80s. Europe had, uh, outside of the final countdown, they also had Rock the Night and Carrie. Carrie reached Carrie. number three on the Hot 100. That's on Carrie. That's on. Yeah. And Rock the oh. Night was another big hit for them. I haven't heard Rock the Night, but I've heard Carrie. They had three top 30 hit singles. Rock the Night reached number 30 on the Hot 100 in 1987. Carrie reached number uh, 36 on the adult contemporary and it reached number three on the hot 100. Wow. So it was even a bigger hit than the final countdown. At least I think so. I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. Um, wait, let me see the chart. No, no. On the hot and look, rock the night chart at number three. The, the final countdown, which everyone knows is Europe for the final countdown, it charted at number eight on the hot 100. That's it. That's it. So you would think, oh, well, everyone knows the final content. That wasn't their biggest chart hit. It was, um, what's the, I just lost it. Um, the other one, Rock the Night. Rock the Night was their bigger hit chart wise, but everyone knows the final content. Carrie is a great song too. So lo and behold, I believe strongly that Europe is a great, they, listen, they had more hits than just the final countdown. They, they, they had a couple others, but those are their big three. Everyone knows them for the final countdown, but, <coughs> but they were, they have Carrie and they have Rock the Night. Three huge hits and all, all they're only known for the final countdown, which is crazy, but it's the truth. So there you go. And they, didn't they open up for Journey at one point? What, you're up? Yeah, at one point. I they don't didn't. know. I feel, I feel like I saw that somewhere. Anyways, um, Europe, great example of a band that has tons of success with other songs outside of the final countdown that are great and had big chart hits. Um, Bill, oh, Bill, oh, Bill, are you ready for my next pick? Oh, I'm ready for your next pick. Tell me if you know this song. It was the heat of the moment. 
Not the continent, ladies and gentlemen, but Asia, the band. Ladies and gentlemen, Asia. Oh, I got band. a funny story about that song, Heat of the Moment. Um, oh, God, here we go. I'm th- this actually, um, this was, yeah, another another college story from Bill. Um, yes, talk to me, bud. I was in my one of my friends' dorm room. <coughs> yeah. And it was me, my friend Micah, and you know who also was there? Matt Hemsley. Dr. Matt Hemsley was there. Doctor. He didn't participate in this, but he was there. Um, yeah. But I remember, like, we were just talking about the, like, the South Park episode, Micah and I, when, when the, where that song was in it, and then we just read and we went, I never meant to be so bad to you. And then we're like, I would never do. Yep. And we just randomly started doing that. Yeah. That's hysterical. Um, but y- look, Asia was a big band in the, in the early 80s and even to the early late 80s, too. They I actually did, saw them. You saw them when you saw Journey, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. They opened for Journey. That's awesome. That, that, that must have been such a cool show, too, when you saw Journey and Asia opened up. Um, full disclosure, for those who are listening to us, you won't be able to see this, but <coughs> I have Asia's self-debuted, self-titled debut album Asia. on vinyl. I have this album on vinyl. If you can, if you're not looking at it right now on podcast, because we do the show on YouTube first, um, it has the single "Heat of the." It was the heat of the moment, you know that one. It's on this album, and the full disclosure: "Only Time Will Tell" was a big chart hit as well. No, I actually like "Only Time Will Tell" better than "Heat of the Moment." Do you really? Yeah. Only time will tell. And it was, and it turns out that. Only Time Will Tell charted number 17 on the Billboard Hot 100. And Soul Survivor, the other big one, it, it didn't chart on the Hot 100, but it reached the mainstream rock charts at number 10. Those are the two, the three singles off the album. But look, so outside of Heat of the Moment, Only Time Will Tell and Soul Survivor, outside of Heat of the Moment, these are two really good songs on this album. Heat of the Moment is a classic 80s awesome song. It really is. It's it awesome. Really is. It was the heat and peaked at number four on the Billboard Hot 100 back when the Hot 100 actually carried great songs. Anyways, um, long story short, I think Asia, I only know this one album, but I do know that this band, it's also a super group too. They have Steve Howe of Yes, uh, Jeff Downs of of Yes as well, uh, and the Buggles, which is another band too. Uh, The drummer, Carl Palmer from Emerson, Lake and Palmer, John Wetton of King Crimson, King Crimson, and um, they all came together and formed Asia. This is one of the earliest supergroups of the 80s. Oh, the guy from Yes? I'm starting a Yes cover band. You know what it's going to be called? No. No. <laughs> exactly. Um, you, I don't know what it's called. Maybe. I don't know if, you, I don't know if Yes on my list because I mean, they have other songs too as far as I know. But yeah, they, I everyone know. knows. Um, yes. Everyone only knows them for um, owner, owner of a Lonely Heart, but still. Yeah. Um, if I think of any other yes songs, let you know. Um, anyways, Asia, great group, great, great, great group. With the outside of Heat of the Moment, it's got a lot of other great songs on there, and they have a lot of other great songs too. So check out Asia, check out Heat of the Moment, check out all their songs. They're great. Bill, are you ready to pump your hand in the air like you just don't care and shake it yes. up in the air and just be happy with it? Okay. Like they did the end of the Breakfast Club with Simple Minds. Oh, they have more than than Don't Forget About Me. They have two other huge hits off that one album with um with the other album the album that I can't think of the name the top of my name. Anyways, their uh, their album was called um oh god I'm forgetting the name I gotta pull it up forgive me forgive me everyone uh Once Upon a Time their album Once Upon a Time had the hit single, Don't You Forget About... And by the way, it's their seventh album that had Don't You Forget About Me on it, right? That's their only number one hit song. (coughs) Simple Minds only had one number one hit song. But hear me out for a sec. We'll hear you out for two seconds. Alive and Kicking off this album. I keep hearing it all the time on U2X Radio and and the Syrixism First Wave. Check those channels out. Alive and Kicking reached number three on the Billboard Hot 100. 
So right under Don't You Forget About Me is Alive and Kicking, which is a great song. Alive and Kicking, guys. It's a fantastic, simple mind song. But everyone only knows if you go on Spotify and you look at their streaming numbers, check out Alive and Kicking. Check out, I forget the name of this, the other song in a second, but Alive and Kicking is a great song. Check out all the things she said off of this album, too. This is another big hit for them, too. It charted number 28 on the Billboard Hot 100. Simple Minds with Jim Kerr was a great band. They still are a great band, but because they still tour. But long story short, all the things she said was a Hot 100 hit. And there's one, I can't think of, what's the last one? It wasn't Sanctify Yourself. It was another one. There's like, there were some other songs on this album. Aside from Don't You Forget About Me, aside from all the things she said, I think it's called, um, no, no, sorry. It was all the things she said, Alive and Kicking, and the title track Once Upon a Time, as well as Don't You Forget About Me. Uh, Once Upon a Time charted as well. Not super high, but Once Upon a Time was a pretty big hit as well. Uh, Sanctify Yourself, number 14 in the U.S. I, I'm not super familiar with the song, but I do like it. I, I, when I, I heard it a while ago. I did like what I hear. Long story short, Sanctify Yourself is a great song off the album, too, and it reached number 14 on the Billboard Hot 100. 14! If you, if you like New Wave, if you like um, if you like 80s like bands, if you like the 80s style of music, check out Simple Minds, number one. Number two, check out the album Once Upon a Time because it has some of their best songs on it. That's really all I know, truthfully. But all the things she said, uh, Alive and Kicking, Once Upon a Time, and Sanctify Yourself, and Don't You Forget About Me, from The Breakfast Club, is a great, these are great songs. Everyone knows them for Don't You Forget About Me. But check out Simple Minds and check out this album too, Once Upon a Time. You will not regret it. They actually just put out an album a couple years ago too. I forget, I forget where it was. Simple Minds released an album. I think it was, <coughs> excuse me, I'm, I'm like losing my voice as we talk. Uh, a Walk Between Worlds. I just want to talk about this for a sec. This is nothing to do with what we're talking about, but Walk Between Worlds was a great album. I check. I recommend you guys check out the Simple Minds album, Walk Between Worlds. It's their most recent release in 2018, but I highly recommend you check out this album. Uh, my aunt works in the music industry, and she. I told her about this. She's like, oh, I have another release one. It's a great album. Check it out. It's very, it's very modern for a new wave band, but it's fantastic. Just want to shed some light for that. Anyways, Simple Minds, check them out. Check out all the stuff they've done on Once Upon a Time. They're a great, great album with really high charting songs for the U.S. and other parts of the globe, too, that have great songs on them. I love that song, Don't You Forget About Me, but they have other hit songs, too, truthfully. So, anyways, I did a lot on Simple Minds. Bill, here's my last pick. And I'm I'm seeing a little bit. If you don't mind, I actually have a bonus pick. I just thought of them. Sure. Give me one sec. Okay. Uh, Full disclosure, everyone, I'm seeing this band later this year. They're coming locally to the New York Tri-State. I'm not disclosing where we are, but Tri-State area. Tears for Fears. Let me guess. The song they're known for is Shout. No, well, they had two. Here's the thing. They had two number one hit singles, Shout and Everybody Wants to Rule the World. Everybody wants to rule the world. That album, I actually have that song from the big chair. I have that one. It, 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 it was two number one hit singles. <clears throat> shout, shout, let it all out. And everybody wants to rule the world are great. They're number one hit songs. But outside of that, they have plenty of other great songs, truthfully, that are charted high and are really great. And I wanted to touch on their most recent album too. But The Hurting was their debut album by... Tears for Fears. This album has plenty of other great songs on it as well. They have uh, Mad World. Mad World is awesome. It's very 80s. It's very like it's like new wave songs, whatever, right? But as far as charting goes, it was a big hit in the UK. It was not that big in the US. But it's a great song. I not to be confused with the song by Gary Jules, the all around me are familiar. Yeah, no, it's not that one. It's not that one. Or, um, I believe or um, hold on. You go or on. Cat Steve, or the Cat Stevens song. Not to be confused with them. Right. No, it's not that one. 
Um, uh, and this was their their song "Change" off their first album. Was following the success of Mad World, they released this song, and it was their first U.S. chart hit on the Hot 100. It's called "Change," and it charted number seventy-three. It was not a big hit, but it still was it. It was a big enough hit. It was a big enough song to chart in general. So there's that uh, with "Change," the Tears for Fears song. That's the hurting. The, but those are really good songs on. Uh, the album The Hurting That's their debut album Let me just check I want to see if this one charted as well No, this one didn't chart Anyways But Everyone knows them for And I'm seeing them later this year I can't believe this Everyone knows them for Shout Not even really Shout But like Everybody Wants to Rule the World Almost has a billion streams on Spotify That's about 800 Everybody million. does want to rule the world They do But yeah This song actually has a lot of The song is very beautiful It's a wonderfully structured song but hear me out for a sec, ladies and gentlemen. Everyone only knows them for that one song. Shout isn't even that high on Spotify. There's one other song I wanted to touch on from Songs in the Picture that I love a lot. It's called Head Over Heels. Have you ever heard the song Head Over Heels, Bill? I have not heard the song Head Over Heels. Shame! Anyways. So outside of the two number one hit songs on the Billboard Hot 100, from Tears for Fears, from Songs from the Big Chair, which is a great album. Check it out. But Head Over Heels peaked at number three on the Billboard Hot 100, Bill. <laughs> this song that you've probably never heard of charted at number three in 1985 and six. That time frame. It is a great song. It starts on the big piano. It's really great. I, excuse me. I love this song. It's very 80s, but it's really, really, really well done. It's one of the best songs they've ever recorded, truthfully. Um, but huge hit. Not many people remember it, unfortunately. Some people do, but not everyone does. So I want to shed some light on Tears for Fears, Head Over Heels. Outside of, <clears throat> outside of Shout, Everybody Wants to Rule the World, Head Over Heels, I believe was another, it was, it was a top, it was a, it, was a, it was a hit for them, not a huge hit, but it still charted, I think, as far as I know. No, it didn't. Never mind, sorry. I believe it's a good song. Mother's Talk is actually a really good song, too. Uh, it didn't chart too high. Or it charted on and I, and number 27 on the Billboard Hot 100. So it got a lot of airplay, but not enough like shout or everybody wants to rule the world. Long story short, Tears for Fears. If you haven't checked out Tears for Fears, guys, check out Tears for Fears. Check out everything they've done. Because outside of their two number one super big hits, they have a lot of other great songs, too. Yeah. Long story short, that's why I think Tears for Fears is great. Anyways, Bill, what do you got? Okay, my last one. I got a bonus pick for you, folks. Sorry, I know you're probably tired of hearing me talk, but um, the bonus round. Here we go. Let's just say they rise up to the challenge of their rivals. Okay. Dun 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 bam, bam 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 This I was I was. Going to say this band, but I, w- I wasn't sure if you were going to say it truthfully. Wait, so. you were going to say it? JT, guess what that means? One, two, three. We, we swiped right! We swiped right! All right, where, where, where are we going, Bill? We haven't swiped right in a while. Um, yeah, it's been a little bit, bud. Okay, so Survivor, everyone only knows them for, of course, I have the Tiger. Hell Tiger. Which is basically an 80s staple up there with Jesse's Girl and Don't Stop Believing. Um, th- that was their only number one hit, but they actually had other top 10 hits, such as Burning Heart, which hit number the Rocky, two. Rocky Four soundtrack. And it was really Rocky. Um, yeah, Burning Heart, which hit. Um, which hit number two. And in 1985. And then in 1986, the song. The song. Oh, I skipped a song in 19. Also 1985, the song. The search is over. Ever heard that one? I have not. When I look into your eyes, the search is over. You were with me all the time. That song. I have not. And also the song. And also the song. Um, Is This Love? 
It's a great song. Is this love that I'm feeling? Yeah. And also a, a song yeah. that hit the top 20. It's called I Can't Hold Back, which I'd never heard. Okay. But yeah, Survivor actually had a couple top 10 hits. Aside were- from Eye of the Tiger, they've had a couple top 10 hits. They had a lot of really good stuff. Um, I have one more too. If you want, if I can go, if I can give my bonus for a second, that is perfectly fine. You ready? Let's hear it. Because I feel like everyone only know. I feel like everyone knows only only knows this group for one song. But let's talk about Toto. I feel like everyone only knows them uh, because of Africa. Africa, by the way, just let me guys know. Africa has peaked at over a billion streams on Spotify. It's a really popular song. So hear me out. I, outside of Africa, which top, which is their only number one hit song, they had Hold the Line, which I want to touch on. A lot of people know Hold the Line. But but everyone knows Africa. But now that not everyone knows Hold the Line because Africa is so popular. Hold the Line, if I'm not mistaken, peaked at number five on the Billboard Hot 100 in 1980, So it peaked at number five, which is crazy. Um, I want to talk about Hold the Line is a great one. Uh, Rosanna. Have you heard the song Rosanna? Rosanna. That one? Yes. This one, and I feel like a lot of people forget about this one. Truthfully, maybe not, to, maybe not to the same extent, but they, they forget about um, number two. It peaked at number two on the Hot 100. <clears throat> number two, number two on the Billboard Hot 100, and it was like, oh, Africa, Africa, Africa. Yeah, right. It's a great song. And, and you want to know something interesting? I think I've told you this before, JT. A couple years ago, when I went to see Ringo and his All Star Band, the guy from Toto was in that band. Yeah, because they have um, Ringo Starr. For those who don't know, Ringo Starr's band is um, has other members of other bands in it, like Journey and Santana. Yeah. Yeah, and guess what? He did not play. He did not play Africa. Really? Yeah, he played. I find that sad. He played Rosanna and he played Hold the Line. That's fascinating. He didn't play Africa. Like I was expecting him to play Africa. That's weird. That's strange because I, I feel like they, they would because it's like they got the guy from Toto in there. But anyways, um, they have. So I wanted to because I, I have Toto four on vinyl. Yes, I collect vinyl, but they have. We mentioned Africa. We mentioned Rosanna. We mentioned um, what the hold the line. I won't hold you back is a great song too. This was a great hit, a really big hit back in the day. But everyone only knows Africa. It peaked at number 10 on the Billboard Hot 100, Bill. Really? I Won't Hold You Back from from um, Toto 4. Have you heard this one? I don't think I have. Oh, my God. It's so Shame. good. <laughs> Shame. My voice is going. I'm sorry, guys. Um, it's such a great song. Bruh. It's so good. Like it, it, Number 10. Listen. Long story short, Toto is a great band as well. They have other great songs. They've released like like tons of albums um but their most popular one was total four but long story short i want to touch on those because those have plenty of great songs on them and the first the first total album has a lot of good stuff on it like hold the line i'll supply love these are great songs and uh what's the one hydra because total was huge in the early 80s yeah hydra the song Hydra by Toto. Oh, now it's number 99. Number 99 charted. I know this. It charted somewhere. I forget. Um, it peaked at number 26 on the Billboard Hot 100. Like Toto, a great band to get into that has a lot of other great songs outside of Africa. So get on it, guys. Get on it. But that is my bonus pick, but are you all set? I am good to go. Well, listen, everyone. We want to thank you all for watching, listening, however you enjoyed us tonight. Thank you so much for tuning in as always.
I want to thank my good man, Bill Murphy, for always tuning in and doing the show with me. You are the Always man. a pleasure, folks. And don't forget to check out the Sports Insanity Podcast and the Sports Insanity Network. Check us out on all platforms. Their, their link is in the description of this video, so you guys can check them out anytime you want. And I have a new vlog that maybe should be that uh, should be out either this weekend or the beginning of next week. So check that check that out. Yes, they I, I Murphy's View is a great show that Bill does on his on, on his YouTube channel. Check it out; they're great. So, but that's gonna do it for us, guys. Thank you so much for watching, streaming, listening. However you enjoy us tonight, and tune in next week for another episode of Mixed Bag. And look for career retrospectives on Friday, May twenty seventh, later this week for uh, our our show, our other show that we rescheduled for Friday. Check it out. We'll see you guys next time. Stay.